Hey, welcome to Travel Tuesday Happy Hour, where we interview dope people doing dope things with one thing in common, the love for travel. We have a great guest lined up. Grab a drink. Stay tuned. What's going on, Travel Fam? If you ever thought about starting a podcast, check out Anchor. Anchor is free. Anchor will provide you tools to record and edit your podcast from your phone or your computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast to multiple streaming platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Everything you need right in one app. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, hey! So how are you guys? Good, good. I have my drink. I'm ready. Oh, you ready for this? <laughs> so we're going to take a shot real quick. Hey. Cheers. <laughs> Woo. That was good. Yes. All right. So tell us who you are. So I'm you Renee. Do. I'm a teacher from the Bronx that travels. Um, and that's kind of really it. <laughs> oh, are, you, are you born and raised in New York, or are you just born and raised Bronx, bleed down all day? Oh my! Oh my God! Y'all hear the Remy mind her voice? Oh no! Oh no! Oh man! So. As a teacher, um, and, and I'm going to kind of bounce around a little bit. Just, your last person at some point or another, ID is going to shut me down. So I just got it. We good. You know what I mean? Um, as a teacher, do you like talk to your children about traveling or, um, or your travels? I do. So usually when I'm coming back from a travel, half the time I'm flying from the airport straight to the classroom. Because one, <laughs> one of the struggles... I mean, it's a, it's a blessing and a curse. So the blessing with being a teacher is that, you know, all my vacation days are already pre, pre-planned. Um, but the problem a lot of times is, is like, those are usually the higher seasons for traveling. Um, so you really have to plan ahead of time in order for it to be cost efficient. Um, and then it's also a lot of times in order for me to get a cheaper flight, I'd have to like fly in that morning that I'm supposed to be at work. So I usually literally are leaving from the airport straight to class. Wow. Which wow. means then we spend our day talking about Miss Mason's trip because I'm usually not ready to teach. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So that's that's kind of amazing, right? Because like you just went to Ghana, right? Mm-hmm. And so you guys were already out of school by the time you left for, for Ghana. Yeah. And then the trip wasn't over till about the second. And I had to let my principal know, you can't rush my trip to the motherland. So so how did that conversation go? It wasn't, it wasn't an option. Like, I let them know, like, I mean, I kind of called out sick a little bit. But, like, my day knew. Like, I told them, like, I'm not going to be there. Oh, wow. But I usually don't. So, like, again, because it's really frowned upon in education to, like, take the extra days, um, which is why I usually really try to, like, squeeze it in between the time that I have. But um yo, shout out Chrissy. She was in Ghana too. <laughs> so, um so so um 
as a as an educator and a traveler, like I, I'm gonna really it with you just because I think there's a, a large population that wants to travel, educators especially. And there's 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 a challenge here, right? Primarily you have like you said a set number of days in which you can take off. And subbing sometimes is not an option for you. Um, so, so tell us like the struggles of a teacher in traveling. I think financially it can be difficult because as you know, we're not the best paid profession that there is. Um, I also feel like trying to have additional forms of income, like working second jobs can be also difficult because by the time you get home, you're kind of really too tired to even think about going to another job. Um, so it's really a big part of like, you know, as a teacher, I feel like it's easier to do a lot more research because academically you're driven to do research um, and also like bargaining. I think mm -hmm. it's also another thing where it's easier to find. Um, it's, a, it's an easier profession for you to really try to stick to like um, financially being financially focused when it comes to traveling. Okay. Okay. And so what got you to travel? Like, how long, well, first, how long have you been to and then what got you? I've been teaching for 13 years. 13 years. Wow, yeah. bless your soul. Bless your soul. <laughs> Let me have a drink for that. <laughs> um, what got, I think it's my parents. I'm of Jamaican descent. So it was one of those things that, you know, if school got out on the 26th, on the 27th, they were shipping me somewhere, usually back home to Jamaica or back to like Canada. We have family in Canada. We have family in London. So it always kind of just started off that I always spent my summers away. And as luxury as that sound, it was more of just like a, me being amongst my family and my parents where they were, they were working two jobs, both of them. So it's like, they didn't have time to sit home with me. So a lot of it was they would just ship me out. So it kind of just became a habit that when it's summertime, I'm supposed to like fly out in a sense. Mm. Fun times. Fun times. So, so from there, as an adult, like what made it like more, what, what made you comfortable saying, you know, I can travel more now? Um, I think, well, I think it's like a lot. I went to school in New Hampshire oh. and being amongst, I mean, it's not a very diverse place. And it was, <laughs> it's a place where like a lot of the people, like I, they would, again, they were always traveling and I just felt like, okay, well, let me try to like, and the only place I really went to at that point when I was in college was really back and forth to Jamaica. I would go to Jamaica every summer and then it got to a point where, like, you know, my friends were like, oh, we're going to go to Germany, and we're going to go here. So I think that kind of like, well, y'all ain't better than me. I'm going to Germany, too. What's up? So <laughs> <laughs> okay. And it kind of just started from college, and it's, now it's like crack. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, let's not, let's not use crack. It's, 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 I, you know what? That's probably the best term right I'm like, yeah, yeah. So um, I know teachers, you know, um, shout out to the first um, frontline staff of yes. you know, the doctors and nurses, um, the people that have to be at the supermarkets and stuff like that. Um, shout out to all of y'all and everything that you guys are doing to make sure that, you know, we are taken care of and, and um, pretty much are able to continue life as if nothing's changed. But the teachers, right? Like, you guys have taken, like, a huge hit. Like, you go from 
teaching a class of, and you're in New York, so well, like 28 to 30 kids mm-hmm. to in physically in the classroom to now have they implemented Google Classrooms with you guys? Yeah. So, so we're using it to uh, remote teach now. A 50 minute session to about 40 to 45 minutes. How, so talk about it's, that. it's, I mean, so I'm a technology teacher right now. So it hasn't been the most difficult transition for me personally was kind of getting my staff on board. Okay. Um, students they use technology all the time like this we live in a they were raising 21st century learners so it's not it wasn't a, it's not i don't think it's as difficult as a transition for the students i think it's more of a difficult transition for the adults because a lot of this is very new to them some of them can't even reply to an email without hitting reply all so it's it was a big it's a big transition um but I think, you know, we're three weeks in, I feel like they've been, they've been doing, we're doing it, you know, like it's, I don't think there's nowhere else in the world where you can tell people to stop the job, no other profession where you can be like, we're just switching your whole complete mode of operation and got it done, but we're getting it done. I think the harder part is like, there's kids that we can't even find because we don't have working numbers or they don't have technology. So I think that's where the, miscon- the disconnect is going to be. So do you think that, um, your school or your school system was prepared for something like this? Because I know there's there's some kids that are homeschooled, right? Mm-hmm. And but each district, each school system kind of puts a guy like a little small percentage for homeschool students. Like no one thinks that, like, all right, all these kids are going to be at school at the same time, home at the same time. Like you think your school was prepared? Like Google Classrooms is ideal um, in the interim, but was your system or was your school like prepared to actually put that out full-fledged? Um, well, we, again, we were using Google Classroom before the epidemic with grades three, four, five, not to like in-depth extent, but they knew how to log in, they knew how to access it. Um, but for like the lower grades, like we have pre-K kids who are logging in. And clearly it's not the kids who at that point, now it's really on the parents. Um, so I don't, we've never held any like workshops for parents or anything of that sort. So I don't think, again, I feel like upper grade students were ready, but not so much the lower grade. So, you know, and this kind of leads to the other question about how is the corona pandemic kind of impacted life, right? Um, you know, I have I have a cousin of mine with a preschooler, a first grader, and a fifth grader, right? He's logging into the preschooler's like classroom. He's logging into the first grader's classroom, and he's like doing all the work at home, um, you know. And it's in one of situations where. Some of the classes, like math and the sciences, it's not that easy to just. Mm-hmm. If you've been out of the game for a minute, I'm not gonna lie to you. I ain't doing no chemistry work with you. <laughs> you know, I'm a tech guy. I will do all the tech work with you. With all those other subjects, it ain't gonna fly. Like, um, how do you think that this will change the landscape of education? 
moving forward. I think it's going to have a huge effect. So, like, I think right now, work that teachers should be assigning should be mostly stuff that's, like, more review. Um, it shouldn't really be anything much that's actually brand new because I don't think parents should be teaching. I think they should be supporting. Okay. Um, but in the same breath, I feel like we can't we can't continue to going forward when we move back. We're clearly there's going to have to be a big shift in regards to getting a lot of these classes and these schools up to date with technology because this in 2020 could have been a way more smoother transition um, if educators were more equipped with the equipment and trained. Technology is one of those things that's continuously put on the back burner. Like we don't have time, we don't have money. And it's kind of hard, like we're always introducing new things. So it's kind of hard to really be like, okay, let's make time for this. But now I feel like we don't have a choice. We have to make the time. So, you know, like I said, because you're the last person we have time, um, a couple years back, the biggest issue is common core for all right. Um, I know it's a hot topic. It's a, it's a dangerous topic to touch. Um, how do you think this um, this pandemic kind of sheds lights on that in a sense of being prepared to, because like you said, some of what we're teaching right now, remote learning is catch up, is, is review. Mm -hmm. So what that means is from this point on, they're not really learning anything new. So, and that's literally three months of academic that they're going to be missing out on, right? We don't know what the situation is. I'm assuming most likely we're going to have to promote everybody, but now we're promoting kids who've missed three whole, almost three months of their education, right? So now you're going into fourth, fifth grade, barely having finished fourth grade, you know? So it's like, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I even seen a meme today that just talked about how, you know, how kids do math with Common Core and how they're probably learning it, you know, carrying the one at home with their parents because that's what they know. Because there's also that disconnect between how we were taught and how our parents were taught and how they're supporting those students. Because um, we hear it all the time. The parents are like, I can't do math like that. I don't know what that is. Wow. wow. So it's pretty much like, like I said, for the parents, and they got sent for the kids. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, you know, let's say you got the black card. Do what you need to do. All right. What would you think would help as far as education? Because, you know, I don't have a lot of educator followers, but I think this is a very important conversation to be had because. You think about it, um, there's the corporate lifestyle, the parents, right? And there are a lot of parents at home struggling to maintain both corporate um, corporate workflow and being able to care for their kids and teaching their kids at the same time. Like, you know, what would you suggest to be something that can be done maybe in the future? Um... I think, again, now that we have this platform of doing online Google Meet and Zoom, I think we have an easier way of actually connecting with parents. So before, you know, we do a meeting at 12 o'clock, our parents are working until 5 p.m. They, 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 they can't come in. They can't take the time from work. But now, again, now that teachers are getting familiar with this technology, now that they have access, they have an idea of how to use it. <laughs> Um, I feel like we'd be able to actually maybe even start offering workshops via Zoom, 
or mm-hmm. like making them live so that the parents, you know, they can still also get the excuse. They can, they can also <laughs> get the information. <laughs> they can also get access to the information that you know might necessarily not have gotten before because they were they they didn't have the time or they were unavailable. That's that's amazing because you know I think that's that's been the oh I'm busy I don't have time. Tell me what's wrong with my kid and let me go on in my day. Um, I, I think you're really giving um, more insight to what actually is going on, right? So parents are, hey, you're the teacher, you do the work, make sure they get everything done. But on the same time, they're too busy to be educated on what the kid needs to know. Um, and in times like this, they're going to learn and they're going to learn fast. <laughs> hey. <laughs> you know, um, so not to hold you, but um, give us give give us a tip for not just teachers. Actually, you know what? Give us a tip for teachers, for educators. Like, give us give educators some travel tips that can kind of help them um, get out of the mundane of I can't go too far for because of these limited um, vacation days. I think we have summers, right? Summers are always guaranteed. They might take away our spring break. Summers are always they might take away. Summers are also expensive. They are, but that's if your plan, if we start, the, if you know, we the summer vacation is something that's always guaranteed, right? Mm-hmm. And again, the earlier you plan, the cheaper it is. Self care, you can't, you can't take care of other people if you're not taking care of yourself. Vacation is a time to get away, to have self recovery, to recharge. You know, it's a hard job. <laughs> my, that's my AP. She said we gotta call it sick. Y'all see that, right? Somebody screenshot that, please. <laughs> Um, but you know, that opportunity to get, and you don't have to go far. Like I'm in New York. You can literally go down to what's the place in Jersey, Atlantic city, go for a day. But I think it's like a lot of it is taking the time to plan it. When you plan ahead of time, you can afford it and you can make, you have the time and you can afford it. It's just making it a priority. Okay. Awesome. That's awesome. Once again, you know, um, where, you know, IG has been hating on us the whole time. We've been on and on. Um, anybody have questions? Um, we can definitely ask and answer them. Um, I, you know, like I said, um, appreciate you for for doing this. Um, you could have said no. You know, I'm like, I'm the, you could have been like, I'm nobody important. Nobody cares what I have to say. But I really do think you dropped jewels. I I really think you dropped some jewels, especially for the people and. Um, and the educational area, right? Um, because, you know, I have a lot of friends who are like, oh, I can't go nowhere, or I can't do this because of my schedule. And um, a lot of times it's true, you know, not being able to grab a, 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 a find a, was it a, a sub, you know, mm-hmm. cover your class, making sure you're, you know, you're not being selfish or selfless and making sure the mm-hmm. kids so once again, I appreciate you uh, for all that you do and for being able to jump on. Um, at this point, where's the drink? You drink your drink already? No, I'm still drinking. That's it. That's it. We're about to turn up the music and have fun. And like I said, man, um, thank you very much. 
This is the second time that I've done this um, around this time frame, and I really appreciate everybody that's joining um, to the point where, like, you guys are now family. Um, and I really hope that this community grows. You know what I mean? Uh, I want to be able to highlight more people. I want to be able to show how dope our people are um, from across the spectrum of industries. And the fact that the one thing that keeps us bonded is the fact that we all travel, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you got to be a, I travel 10 times a year. I travel once a year. That, that's fine enough for me. Um, so, you know, anybody that's definitely down and to have a conversation with me, look, I don't, I don't bite, you know, I sit questions. I make sure that you enjoy yourself. Um, I make sure everyone's comfortable, you know, and I think that was one of the things a lot of people just about, what are you asking me? What is going on? Mm-hmm. The process is pretty simple and it's pretty easy and I appreciate you so much. Worries, you're welcome. All right. Well, <laughs> you have a good rest of the day. I'm Thank you. And turn up the music, and hopefully, everybody else stays on the joint. All right. Bye. All right, peace. So, those were my guests for this week. Uh- Another dope conversation. Keep traveling and stay safe. Until next time, peace.